welcome to the Brand Clarity Podcast, hosted by Visions to Images and Susie Libertor. The Brand Clarity Podcast highlights several different topics, including entrepreneurship, franchises, and digital marketing trends. Visions to Images helps corporations and franchises with their branding, website, paid advertising, and digital marketing. Hello, everybody. Today, I have on the podcast, Matt Lovas, and he is the owner and founder of TAC. It's an emergency biohazard company. And I'm excited to kind of chat with him and learn more about how he's gotten into the franchise industry and some hurdles that he's faced. So welcome. Thank you. So tell me, I kind of just heard a little bit in a nutshell how you got started, but how did you get started in this industry? Yeah, I was in St. Louis. I was a police officer for 10 years. I, when I was an officer for a long time, I didn't even know that any companies did this. And then found out one day that there was companies that did this. I just saw a magnet that was always on the fridge in the break room of, of another company that does this. And I looked up to see what that was. And then um, doing some research, I, I found a company that was already franchising this kind of work. And I was one of the first franchises with them. They were just getting started. It grew really quickly in St. Louis. I a few months after opening St. Louis, I bought another franchise in Kansas City and built that up for about a year and a half and sold it. And then I ended up becoming a master franchise owner. So I bought six states so I could sell franchises in those states and train them. And those franchises started doing well. I got hired as the the head trainer at that company. And I did that um, for about the last four years that I was in business there before that company was about to get sold. I, I also sold my locations um, and my territories. Took some time off and I was thinking about what to do next um, and looking at different um, industries, but I really just always had a passion for this industry. I think it's there's a lot of similarities right. uh, between this and police work. You know, you're you're helping people during tragic times. Not everybody can do this kind of work. Not I just felt that I was always cut out for that. So I changed some things that I liked. I changed some things I didn't like. A lot of things that franchises complained about over the years. And, and I, I kept a lot of things that I think work in this industry. And I started TACT a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. I have so many questions for you. Um, I guess my first question, because you have 14 locations in two years, and that's incredible. Right. People, you know, can't even make it very far getting any locations. So what steps did you take to get to those locations over the years? It was a combination of things. Uh, we first started by building the basics of of the franchise, you know, the, the franchise agreement and the structure of the company, how I wanted the company to be ran and the brand, the atmosphere of the company. I really thought about that a lot, how I wanted the relationship between me and the franchises uh, to be. Then talked to a lot of people that I knew in the industry and started spreading the word and then got connected with some consultants, some brokers, told them about it. Um, and then it just started spreading pretty quickly. So would you say like brokers and consultants kind of are the key into selling more? For sure. Especially if you're new. If you're if nobody knows who you are yet, they're key to getting the word out there and getting you in touch with people who are interested in this this type of work. That's amazing. So yeah, I mean, brokers and consultants are great to be helpful in all of the ways. And there's so many out there, but you have to really kind of pick which ones you want to work with because they can get very expensive. 
Right. But, yeah, they they're definitely expensive, but they're they're worth the cost, especially right. when you're you're trying to build a, build a company in the first couple of years. So, what are you most excited about coming into your business world? The, um, I mean, obviously, the the growth and the potential of where we could go in the future. It just it seems that it's grown quick. We're the group of people that we have as franchise owner right now is they're a really strong group. Um, and I'm not you know out there doing the cleanups or anything anymore. So I'm just strictly on the the corporate office side. I see a lot of people that are franchise owners now who had that similar drive that I had when I was when I was new or just constantly thinking about how to grow the company and make improvements to things that we did in the past that I've always told everybody I'm not someone who's like, I just want to do it this way because that's the way it's always been done. And I'm not a franchisor that tells everybody like, this is the way I want it done. And it's it's my way. And don't try to change anything that I say, uh, how we should operate this thing. So everybody's, we, we talk regularly on Zoom or conference calls about what's working and what's not working and new things that people are finding. So we're always just trying to improve and, and stay the leaders of this industry as far as technology goes, just right. even how we help people in situations like this, this, the stuff that you can't just put on paper. So this this group is really good about helping each other and making sure everybody's doing things the right way. Yeah, I definitely would not ever want to be into the biohazard cleanup trauma situations. It's yeah. and I've heard from so many people like you have to have like the stomach in in that kind of stuff to do it. I could mm-hmm. never. And I I'm like a very emotional person, so I would be like, yeah. oh my gosh, no, right? <laughs> a lot for people to do what you do for sure, and I, and it's great that you guys offer that, even though it's not something exciting to do. It's definitely, um, you're definitely dealing with some pretty intense emotional situations. And a, a lot of the people who do this are, you know, very emotional people too, but they just have a way of compartmentalizing it, I guess, yeah. not to where they're not sympathetic. I think they just, they find a way to prioritize helping these people and making sure it goes as easy as possible for something that, you know, is impossible to make something easy like that, but they try to make it as easy as they can for people who are going through something like that. Hey there, I want to interrupt this episode with a quick message. If you're listening to this podcast episode and want to learn about branding your franchise or small business, then go to brandingbridge.com. That's branding-bridge.com. My next question is about marketing. So what does each franchise owner do for their marketing? Do you guys all have like a consistent plan in place or do they kind of only do what they envision to do each location? That's something that we talk about a lot. It's it's a few days in our training class. It's just talking about how to market. But um, it's a few different things. Um, and I'm sure, you know, just briefly describing it, it doesn't seem like it's much different than what other people do. But right. Obviously, we have good people working on the the SEO side and um, social media and just everything online. But it's really teaching our franchisees the right people to talk to, educating them about what we do and why we're a necessary service for people in situations like that, and just just how the whole process works. Because, like I said, even as a police officer, I didn't even know anyone did this, and then you find out people do this, and you're like, well. People probably don't want to pay for that. I'm sure it's expensive. And, you know, you have to just educate people of the process. It's really just comes down to relationship building with with the people that would refer us on this type of work. 
Um, there's a, a wide range of people that we talk to besides obviously the one everyone thinks about is police officers, but there's a ton of other people that would refer us on this type of work that are involved with any time there's a suicide or something. It's not just officers that are involved. It's There's a whole group of people. So, And then really just getting them to know us, the people who are doing the work, so they would feel comfortable telling these people, well, you know, these are good people and they're going to come help you out. They're not going to be somebody who's going to re-victimize you or take advantage of the situation or something like that. Right. You hit it on the spot, right? Like, I feel like in that industry, people have a hard time trusting people. and But I feel like that's in general. Yeah. But it's like one of those yeah. where, where, you know, you're having somebody come into your house and I mean, there could be theft. Do we trust this person? Mm-hmm. Right. Do they, are they experienced? Do they really know what they're doing? Are they helping? Right the customer service good right it seems like these days all of that stuff is extra important and that's why that storytelling is so powerful so what does tax stand for trauma and casualty team Uh, we we picked that because it was i mean obviously it's what we do but the word tact without the acronym also means using skill and sensitivity and dealing with Mm -hmm. difficult situations which is also what we do it's a word that we tact. use a lot in police training. Just remember to use tact. And it's something that we always, it's in our mission statement. And we always just try to keep that in mind when dealing with these these situations. Ways to use it. Yeah. That's very cool. I like that a lot. So if you had any type of advice for somebody who's just starting off, whether it's in the franchise or a franchisee field, what mm-hmm. kind of advice would you give them? Be patient. If you're just getting started, listen to as many people as you can who have more experience than you do not maybe not all of them are going to give you good advice but at least listen to as many people as you can and try to develop your own unique style you know while still using the stuff that's been proven to work over the years but mainly you know be patient a a lot of people come into the franchise world from having their normal nine to five job getting paid every two weeks and it's a big adjustment period to get used to the feeling of being unsure, you know, how much money am I going to make this year? Or is the phone going to ring this week? You know, just be patient and consistent would be my one two of main my, pieces of advice. One of my biggest thing is about consistency, right? It's how you mm-hmm. show up. It's always the consistency. Are you doing everything all the time the same? Are you, you know what I mean? And it doesn't always have to be like the same thing, but it, you have to maintain some type of cycle to be consistent in all areas of your business. Otherwise, right. it's not going to be successful for what we want. Um, and I love that. I love that you touched on that. I mean, I know so many people who are like, oh my gosh, no phone calls this week. And I'm like, okay, well, what can what else can you do? What else can we filter? And what let's look at data, right? Are people still visiting your website? Are people still doing the things that they need to do? So it pays off. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we can. This is a great business model. Thanks. And yeah, thanks for having me on. Thank you everybody for listening in on today's brand clarity episode with Susie Libertor. Two things. First and foremost, please, if you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave some positive reviews. Also, don't forget to sign up for Stop Sending Your Customers to the competition and get my insider secrets to compelling branding that converts. You can find that at branding-bridge.com. It's a free workbook for you to check out right now all of the branding techniques and strategies that I use for my paying clients.